0: 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes, let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. On
1: 1080.
2: The fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. It's your sports bros, Rob and Souk. I'm Rob. Sada. Big Souk's right over there. Talking a bunch about pervs in the Sada. last segment. Uh-huh. You know, the pervs, uh, uh, somebody texted in and was talking about the guy who would go into the, the. He worked at a video store, and this guy would come in and he'd keep his uh, motorcycle helmet on the whole time. Yeah. To try to, <laughs> to <laughs> didn't hide wanna, his perviness. He didn't want
3: to go in the back. Because remember, the old video stores had the curtain that you had to walk through to get to the uh, the yeah, adult section. that's right. Yeah.
2: Uh, I would imagine, uh, it just made me think that uh, during COVID, I bet the the mask thing was great for pervs. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: it was also really good for thieves. Like my, my mother-in-law, um, she got her like her wallet stolen at, uh, like out, out shopping and every, and they basically said everyone wearing a mask, it's way harder to identify people and to track people down yeah. who are doing that regularly.
3: Well, deals in saying he can't wait for the, uh, the fan endorsement. <laughs> I'm dusty here. And I want to talk to you about handies. <laughs> uh, that'd be amazing. If we had the uh, the parlors uh, advertising, yeah, and I
2: tell you what, well, I might hey, do it. Yeah, Hold on, not?
3: I think I got one for Rob. Yeah, it's it, where the hard yeah. dudes are. Oh, God. <laughs> <okay>. Well, <laughs>
2: yeah, I've never Grow seen up. so much dong in my life. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy.
3: You know the nice part is uh, when you go over to Asia. You know whether it's Taiwan or, or uh, like Hong Kong, certainly Japan. Um, the nice part about the Asians, uh, they just. China. They take their pervs and they just, they let it fly. Yeah, they lean into it. it uh, like, you will walk into, exactly. like, they have, like, Walmarts, like, their version of Walmart. You just, you, you walk into these places and it's just anything you want, like, randomly, it's just for sale, right? And they're, they're, like, six or seven levels. And the second story is all just porn. And, and by the way, like, it's not, it's not like, oh, I'm going to slink up there. No, dude, it's just dudes up there perusing. They got, like, shopping carts full of it. Like sidewalks, it doesn't matter. They they're like we're pervs. We love it, and it's and, totally normal to us. Yeah, no one cares. I remember when
1: uh, Hideki Matsui signed with the Yankees, and it was discovered he had a fifty five thousand title adult film co- collection. People were yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. If this was any like American dude be like, what's wrong with that guy?
3: But, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a thing that that you can't walk like three blocks without coming across like an entire like section. Of, of porn, and the Japanese don't care. And the weirdest part is, like, when you go in there, it's packed. There's, like, 30, 40 people, and they're just perusing. Well, they're like, hey, let's check on. out what this has going on. Isn't
2: everybody – I mean – They're way more advanced. To some extent, isn't everybody a little pervy? Well, I would hope like we so. All have, uh, you know, we all
3: have, you know, all have desires. Just, it's just various levels. I just, I don't. I just don't, appreciate that there's is so So out taboo in, because it's
2: stupid world. religion and crap. Like, <laughs> and It's like, get over yourselves. Everybody wants to do it. We all want to <laughs> We want to get it on. Just
3: call a spade a spade, right?
1: Oh, no, they were hurting you so bad. Oh, no.
3: Just saying, you go over to Asia, buckle up. You're going to see some stuff.
2: <clears throat> uh, Let's see. Uh, an unprecedented Saturday ahead in sports. Really? In one sport. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar. Well, you're going to be. Well, I can't wait. Joey Harrington, 530, Club 1080 tonight. Right now, the
0: Hot 5 at 5. Oh! Hot topics,
4: hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm
0: hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5.
4: It's hot.
0: The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Soup. No, I mean minute. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Soup. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victorico's.com. <laughs> Number five. Number five.
2: Number five. Round two of the Pebble Beach Pro Am. There is a clip circulating of Tom Brady topping a uh, Three Wood.
3: Oh, boy. A little embarrassing. A little embarrassing. I think we've all been there. Oh, there's no doubt. It's your fault for trying to hit a three-wood. I don't even make the attempt. Unless it's either. off the
2: tee. Dude, I don't even hit it off the tee. <laughs> I think that's the hardest club in the whole bag to
1: hit. <laughs> I love that club off the tee. You do? I, I got more control with it than I do with the driver. I
2: hate the three-wood. Hmm. Um, anyway, Thomas Dietrich, Ludwig Aberg, and Scooty Schiffer. Are tied for the lead at 11-under. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, 10-under. Justin Thomas, Emiliano Grio and Matthew Pavon are 9-under.
3: I just enjoy listening to your uh, accents.
2: Pavon. Keegan Bradley, Bo Hosser, Colin Morikawa, 8-under. How about that? Tom Hoagie. My man, he loves Pebble Beach. Matthew Fitzpatrick, 7-under. a nice leaderboard. And you know what, that is a good little leaderboard. Shintaro Fujinami. Should I know that name? You should now. He was a gas can for the A's and the O's last season. Now the
1: newest Metropolitan.
3: Now I know who you're talking about. ERA over seven, but that's good enough for the Mets. Yeah. One year, three million. He was actually a big deal. When we went over and uh, when we were in Japan, he was, uh, he was the top pitcher that came over last year. He actually pitched okay when he got to Baltimore um you know after the deal so
2: Mets also get lefty reliever Jake Deek Jake Deekman he's a former royal the final pieces are in place uh the giants have traded pitcher Ross Stripling to the A's where careers go to die San Francisco getting outfielder Jonah Cox is there
3: anything more depressing than getting traded to the A's that's not not well, right now
2: yeah not yeah right now no yeah. but vegas i think you know, when they get to Vegas. But they're, that's until 2028.
3: Yeah, it's know. like
1: four years away. They're going to be playing all over the Where are they going to be playing? That's the thing. People well, don't know because don't know. their lease on the stadium was
3: expiring. So Red tail golf course. Maybe. Well, I mean, Salt Lake is doing the come here, Ace. They're trying to do this. Screw Vegas. Get over here. Sacramento, maybe. Yeah. Stockton.
2: Blazers are in Denver tonight. The status of Nikola Jokic in doubt as he nurses a back injury. Although, have we seen anything on that? I haven't looked up the latest. I have not. Listed questionable last I saw.
3: I'll tell you right now. With the way they've been playing lately, if they beat the Nuggets... I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be hitting the panic button. If, if, if the Joker doesn't play and they find a way to win this, I'm Where nervous. Where are they at?
2: How many wins? Uh, 15, I believe. 15
5: now. 15 and 33? And there's like
2: 30... So 15 and 33, so... uh. 48 games of of 82. So 34 games left. I'm very nervous. 34 games. What's the over-under? 28 and a half. And they're at how many wins? 15. So they have to win 14 of the next 34 games. I'm nervous.
3: I'm nervous. That's doable, dude. I know. I don't... Keep the faith, brother. And they're playing well right now. I need... I need a soft tissue. We need a injury. skid. I need, and now there's talk that they may not deal Brogdon, that he may just stay uh, until next year. Which nah, I we don't, need a desperate
1: franchise. I don't to step like up. that at all. Means we got to root for point guard injuries uh, on other teams.
2: The Seahawks are bringing in a veteran coach to help out the young Mike McDonald. Uh, Leslie Frazier, former Bills defensive coordinator and Vikings head coach, has been added as an assistant
3: head coach. Makes a lot of sense. He was a really, really well-respected coordinator. Again, been a head coach before, can lean on him. It's a great move on the part of Seattle.
2: Cowboys need a defensive coordinator. Two names have popped up. Former Panthers coach Ron Rivera and ex-Mike McCarthy, Lieutenant Mike Zimmer. Oh, old bastard Mike Zimmer, huh? Is he anywhere? No, I think no, he's, he's just sitting out there. Yeah, uh, names of Brandon Staley, Wink Martindale, and Mike Vrabel also being tossed out there. Uh, Steve Belichick, Bill's kid, is out in New England. He's now interviewing for a role
3: on Jed Fish's staff at Washington. Yeah, there was uh, supposedly New England made an offer to let them stay, but. That sounded like they wanted to. You know, Steve
1: Belichick does look very grunge. Seattle would be a good place what for him. What if
3: Steve lands at Washington and then all of a sudden
2: Belichick's so desperate to coach, he's now coaching the University of Washington Husky defense? I'm
3: sure the, the college kids would, an love, analyst. would love Bill. Uh, the SEC and the Big Ten
2: are trying to take over college football. The two leagues have announced today a joint advisory group. It'll be made up of the school's chancellors, presidents, and ADs with a goal of an urgent mission to steer the sport into the future.
3: Yeah. Basically, it's a mess right now. Someone's got to get control of this thing. And let's be honest, the only entities that matter right now in college football are the SEC and the Big Ten. They did say that there's talk about they they will allow for expansion and other people to get on board. Basically, hey, we're going to come up with some rules that benefit us, and if you want a taste of this, get on board now in a lesser role. Otherwise, you're going to get steamrolled. I mean, this is just the way it's heading is the two super conferences and – Fox and ESPN, Big Ten, SEC, and this is going to be the haves and the have nots. Just give it four or five years, and this thing is not going to look the same.
2: Victorico's Mexican food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victorico's.com. Up next, it is going to be an unprecedented Saturday in one sport. That's next on the fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: All right, Joey Harrington coming up next. We'll ask him what the hell the Ravens were doing out there. But uh, this weekend, um, and it isn't just Saturday, there was also something on Sunday that adds to this. But uh, this this is a first in the
3: history of this sport. Well, I'm trying to think of what sports are going on. Unprecedented. So, not the NBA, not nope. the NHL, with the, the, the breaks. Well, why would you take the NBA out of it? just curious. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, the All-Star break isn't until next week. Right. Because the NHL isn't playing this weekend. Um right. But it's not the NBA. It's not the NBA? No. What? Uh, oh, is it something to do with college basketball, maybe? It is. I was like, what else is going on, college basketball. This weekend is bringing the first ever
2: college basketball bonanza of four top 10 matchups in the same weekend. Run that by me again?
3: Do I have to? Yeah.
2: This weekend is bringing the college basketball bonanza in the form of four top 10 matchups in the same weekend. Never happened, huh? That has never happened.
3: Well, I mean, eight of the top 10 teams. I would say, yeah, that's kind of a rarity. because Very rare. Because that's obviously not something that you know, they they plan out. Well, just, I say very rare. It's never happened. Never happened. So you've got Duke, North Carolina. And that's the first time they've played this year. I did see that.
2: Tar Heels are number three. The Blue Devils are number seven. The Dukies. Uh, you have Tennessee, Kentucky. Can't say that I knew Tennessee was a top ten team. Vols are number five. Kentucky is number ten. Mm-hmm. You have Houston, Kansas. Houston is number four. That I was aware of. Kansas is number eight. And on Sunday, you will have Purdue, Wisconsin. Hmm. Purdue is number two. Wisconsin
3: is number six. Well, that is pretty cool. That's great. Will you be watching any of that besides Kansas? Um, uh, no. It's all right. You can Purdue, play. Wisconsin, eh, probably might, not. I, I may bet on some of it. North Carolina and uh, the Dukies, if I can remember, uh, I would check that out. That game. This is that this game? is the round. This is around the time of the year where uh, naturally I start just kind of paying attention to college basketball.
2: Yeah, that game's tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow
3: afternoon, three thirty. Duke, Carolina. Yeah. If I don't have that's anything, always a good game. Exactly. If I don't have anything going on, and this is honestly this is where cutting the cord has hurt me because now you're not just going to flip over to. Yeah. It. Now I got to go find it. Yeah. And I well, will. It's on ESPN. Uh, still. I got. I got to go. Is that
2: hard for you, ESPN?
3: No, but again, I, I I have to go into an app, or I have to go to the uh, I have to go to the stream. Oh,
2: see, that's why you got to get one of those streaming uh, cable services, you know, like YouTube, TV YouTube or something. And I don't. Yeah. And so I just you know. Yeah. I, so that would not be that easy to yeah, find. Do you, I, you have ESPN Plus? Uh, you, do you well, have that.
3: I do, but through someone else. But yeah, well, you can a, get it on there. You can get it on there. It's just one of those things that I I just I find myself. In, in the past, when I would sit down, if I had, didn't have anything going to do on a, on a Saturday, I'd sit there and I could flip through. And now I, I will say that I'm, I'm less prone to watch things like that because they just aren't presented in front of me. I have to... I have to go navigate those. So, well, uh, I'll see, I'll see if I'll uh, if I'll catch any of that.
2: Saturday will represent the 49th time Duke and North Carolina will meet as top 10 teams. That's 35 times more than any other two schools have met as top 10 teams.
3: Yeah, it's the best rivalry in college I mean, basketball.
2: Come on. Yeah. Um and by the way, in the previous 48, mm-hmm. they're 24 and 24. You're right the hell out of town.
1: There was something going a ways back that they were like 48 and 48 against each other, and their point differential was down to like a handful yeah, of single points. exactly the same.
3: Who has more national championships?
1: Uh, Carolina? Yeah, I think Carolina. Coach K didn't win as many as you, as you might think he would have.
3: Didn't he win like five or six? I thought he won five. Uh I mean, I, and then UCLA, it's got to be UCLA, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Right? How with many did Wooden, wooden win? He, 11, I think, right? I'm looking here. College Boston team is the most national titles. Yeah, UCLA's got 11. Kentucky with eight. Yeah, K's got yeah, five. Carolina with six. Dukie's with five. Indiana, five. UConn. There's your uh, Rock Chalk, four. Yeah. That's it. Those are the only schools to have won more than three. Nova's got three. Cincy, two. Florida, two. Louisville, Michigan State, NC State, Oklahoma State, San Fran. Boy, I'll tell you what. I, I want to look at like football. That's that's kind of crazy. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Only fourteen teams that have won more than one national championship. No, oh, it's like you know you can yeah. say this this yeah the the, the sport maybe uh, it, it gets considered to be more uh, what would you say not as top heavy like anyone has a chance but in reality eh, it's same as college about same college football it's the same teams. Yeah, UCLA at eleven is.
2: Uh, it's just wild to think about how many titles they won, Yeah, how dominant they were yeah. with Wooden and those guys. And it was
3: just that, well, I can't say it's just that one because O'Bannon won one, right? Yeah. And uh, they got to a bunch, they got to, what, three or four Final Fours in a row, but they uh, lately with, I was like Kevin Love and all that, Westbrook, but they never won one, right? That Those teams Correct. never won one.
2: No, they never won. They just won the one outside of the Wooden.
3: Yeah. Was, I think. I think they just, yeah, because, well, then Wooden would have won a... Wouldn't would have won ten then. Yeah. Because they did win one with with the o with O'Bannon. I think that's
2: right. But the key is that Kansas has four.
3: <laughs> that's all that matters.
2: Yes. So anyway, it's a big weekend in college basketball, if you care. I mean, that's pretty good. That yeah. might get some people to watch. Actually watch. I hope so. Kansas is an underdog. They're at home. Are they
3: really? Yep. Houston's tough. Yeah, Houston bitch slapped BYU last week. They're tough. We were our four white guys and an Egyptian were not didn't work. No, no. Our Egyptian center though, dude. He's averaging like 11 assists, a, eleven assists, a game. I tried everything. We we played four white guys and an Egyptian. I just love. We tried everything. I just love that that's Rick Patino's trying to lose, and that's a top twenty team in BYU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, coming up next, Joey Harrington joins us for his weekly visit here on uh, Football Friday. It is five twenty eight. Here's Buck.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
5: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
6: Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan.
2: Football Fridays with Joey Harrington. Sadly winding down, Joey. It's so sad this time of year because, yes, the Super Bowl is next weekend, but we're out of football games.
6: Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, in the context of football, but like in the context of our conversations, it's I'm actually happy because now we then we get to talk about like stuff that has to do with football, like golf, Yeah. like soccer, well, like golf. But I meant more like you know, like crazy stuff, like crazy fun stuff. Like, oh yeah, remember that time that Suk was, you know, on a yacht with
3: jeff bezos and they you know <laughs> jumped off and right. you know yeah like that type of stuff i don't think that happened i don't remember that i, I wish it were to happen look if, if there's someone i'll tell that, you why
6: you don't remember why why it happened and it, you know
3: never that, mind that's true that
6: <laughs>
2: that's, that
3: will never happen no but i i will <laughs> tell you that if, if if there's someone out there that has a bunch of money that needs someone to help them make bad decisions i'm on board i mean i Sign me up. I'll, you know, we'll, we can push this evening however we want it to go. Just point me in the right direction. I like your style. Yeah. I like your style, Superman. Yeah, the key is to just not say no. You just say yes. You know, it's like, hey, do you it's want like, to?
6: It's like stand up comedy, or uh, it's like yes, income. Andy.
3: Yeah, you just always say yes. Always say yes, and you see where the night goes. We call that a opportunity. That's right. <laughs> Patented. I called right. that
6: Thursday.
3: Well, let's uh,
2: review first. Uh, can you help explain what John Harbaugh and Todd Monken might have been thinking with their game plan against Kansas City?
3: God, you're act, act, acting like I remember what happened. Yeah, it's six carries for your the number one rushing attack in the NFL. Football <laughs>
2: people are flummoxed.
3: I can't figure it out. It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. I don't, th-
6: I mean, I, I I'm, I don't think it has anything to do with game plan and you could have like the greatest game plan and an absolute roster of just straight hall of famers. But uh, if you've run up against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, you're going to lose mm. like that. That's just, I've, I've conceded to that fact that he <laughs> at no point in his life or whatever he has going forward, it will, will ever lose. If there's a playoff, Um, involved. it could be like he could be in what is like something that he could be that would involve a playoff post career. He could be in like a paper, rock, scissors playoff. He could be like coaching in a CYO fourth grade basketball playoff. He, if the word playoff is involved, Patrick Mahomes will not lose,
3: no matter who you are or what happens. Yeah. We were talking, you know, and I, I hate the whole, you know, he's only been in the six years. And so I don't like, you know, the he's the best of all time. And you know, is he better than Brady? But I I always said, or I guess I did say this, this last week that if I created a quarterback in a lab, I don't really know where I would replace or what I would replace. Like he, he's super accurate, great pre-snap, very mobile, uh, moves around great scrambler. Uh, That's where he, he's, uh, he's sneaky he's not fast. No, but he, he's a great scrambler. Like, I, that little, like, I, I get it. He's not Lamar Jackson, but this is my point. Like, he's not Tom Brady. Like, if you're picking apart Tom Brady, what you would pick apart is he's very immobile. Same thing with Peyton Manning, right? Like, there's, there's a flaw in that game. But how many times do we see him do that weird little pirouette run? It looks like an 8-year-old girl, and yet you look up, and it's 13 yards. No one hits him, and he gets a first down. It's the damnedest thing. It has to be infuriating for a defense. Oh, for sure. But I, I would bet.
6: And maybe we could do this in um, story time. Uh, We go down the list of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And I would guess that he is 32, thirty two, thirty two five. that he is one of the six lowest
3: quarterbacks in the NFL. And yet and then how does he continue? Like he, he, he picks up first downs with his legs as good as anyone, not named Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson.
6: Exactly. Because it happens in the playoffs. Again, <laughs> coming back to my premise that it doesn't matter who you are or what, what, where you are playing or what time of day or which hemisphere, if you face Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, he will win.
2: <laughs> Besides the Patriots who had already established themselves by the time you were in the league, who are those teams when you played that you just knew you were in for it? A la the the Chiefs.
6: I think that the at least for us, it was it was Green Bay. Uh-huh. You know, being in Detroit, and um, you know, I remember. I think we we talked about this in terms of you know temperature of games, but I remember it was my third year in the league and Sunday night game, second, third week of December in Green Bay. So it was like a what, central time, six six thirty, seven o'clock kickoff, central time. And, you know, it was like thirteen degrees at kickoff and you know, by the time you get to the fourth quarter, it's six with a wind chill of, you know, God knows what. And we had a 17 point lead, excuse me, a 14 point lead going into the fourth quarter. Like, I don't know that things could have gone any better. And in that fourth quarter, Brett Favre drove them down for two touchdowns. And then Ryan Longwell hit the game winning field goal. Like it, it was inevitable. Like no matter what, whether it was like us getting our clock cleaned, you know, on, on Thanksgiving, whether it was going up there and playing the best you possibly could for three quarters. Like at, at some point you just kind of knew that, well, green Bay was going to beat you. And maybe that was just a Detroit thing, but I don't know. That, <laughs> was was, that, that was what it was for me. Was
2: Reggie white was done by then. Right.
3: I'm not that old. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. White was cool. uh, he was late nineties. White was on that. He was the one that kind of put the Packers over the top with that Favre team.
6: Well, right, right, right. Um, but see the Favre that I got was at the at, at the, yeah, tail right, the tail end. I got end. the I got the Favre before he went to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers took over. So yeah. I got like uh uh Gabaja Biamila. Um mm-hmm. he would have been a D end. Um but but it was the corners for for Green Bay during that time that were absolute. That I mean like, they were both
3: Is that like Al Harris, that, right? Mm -hmm. and
6: but al harris was the one that you quote unquote attacked because Mm -hmm. mike mckenzie was on the other side until people realized that al harris was actually the better of the two (laughs) which was (laughs) scary
2: so when you played in the nfl how often did you chalk up a loss to the other team
6: and just go wow
2: versus you're looking in the mirror
6: uh, the the we beat ourselves versus
2: yeah because um, Baltimore could look at it both ways I yeah. think you know
6: I you know it's funny I had this conversation a lot and I think we talked about it a little bit with the Washington um, Michigan national championship game like how much you know you look at that and say God Michael Penix was off God Lamar Jackson was off like mm-hmm. they just weren't themselves how much of that was the moment, how much of that was, you know, nerves, how much of that was Michigan slash Kansas city, just doing a hell of a job scouting and implementing a game plan to take them out of rhythm. Like, I don't know. Like it it was, it truly is one of those chicken or egg things, you know? And sometimes I would say, Five percent of the time, you're just feeling off, right? And five percent of the time, no matter what happens, the defenses—they're just better. But there's ninety percent of the time where you're sitting there, kind of in that space where, like, if I just would have thrown that, and they answer, "Well, you didn't throw it because you know because we baited you somewhere else." Well, yeah, but I miss, you know, I just missed a little high. Well, you missed high because we were covering it. Well, like there. I don't know that there ever really is a good answer to that.
3: But that's that's the part that bothers me about the Ravens. And, like, I I get flummoxed by it. Like, the Detroit one, no one just made plays, right? And and whether you want to say it was Detroit or, 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 or the Niners or a combination. But the number one rush team in the NFL, number one, against the 28th best run defense, and they ran the ball six times. I just with, with with their backs and at the, that, that second drive that they marched Gus Edwards, they ran a little power G they ran it once with Gus Edwards and it was a 15 yard carry. And they ran it once with Lamar on fourth and whatever. And he ripped off like a 26 yard run. They never ran that play again. They didn't run it once the rest of the game. And Gus Edwards didn't get another carry until the second half. Like I can't wrap my head around that. I, that I, I just don't understand a team that is predicated on running the ball on first and second down—they threw the ball on first down seventy percent of the time. I just—I—I—in I, all my years of watching, that's the one where I—I I just scratch my head. Where, uh, you know, when you say something's off, or you know, who, you know, did you win it? Did you lose it? I just go back to to looking at them and saying, what the hell were you thinking going into the game? Other than were you trying to make Lamar the star? Were you trying to prove that you could beat him throwing? Were you? Were you thinking you're going to just surprise everyone by going away? It just seems so odd. I've never seen a team be so good at something and then just not do it.
6: When you say it that way, you got yourself a point. <laughs> it just however, confuses me. However, I go back to what Tinker Hatfield always, always tells me, which is when everybody zigs, you zag. Yeah. When everybody zags, you zig right? You know, like maybe they're just trying to change it up a little bit. Like (laughs) they thought they were going to run the ball. Kansas city probably prepared for us to run the ball. So we're going to throw the ball. Like, I I, I don't know. And, And maybe, maybe I would say I've been on teams where you outthink yourself. Yeah, And maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe that's what happened is they simply just outthought themselves. <laughs> and then by the time they, they got into the flow of the game, then you're just kind of stuck.
3: Yeah, it's too late and you're playing from behind. And I, I just, that's just one I, I and I, am always, I'm always somewhat careful of, of railing on, on people or teams because I'm not in the huddle. I'm not in there. I don't know what the game right. plan was. Maybe, you know, maybe the backs are beat up or maybe Lamar's legs aren't, you know, I, I don't know. Like you said, maybe they were, convinced that, that Kansas City was going to run nine-man boxes. I, so I'm always just – I just wish sometimes that I could know what's going on behind the scenes because Baltimore never said anything about it in the post-game press conference. Uh, Harbaugh said, and I quote, it was just one of those things. And I don't know what that means. What do you mean it was just one of those things? Like you can control whether or not you run the ball, at least make an attempt. That's And, and, and we may never know, but I would love – I would love to know it's like with the 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 Seahawks and and, and, and the interception. I would love to know why they called that. I would I would love to know the thought process, but you know we don't we don't get those. No one wants to ever spill the beans on any of that doesn't doesn't Lamar wear a wristband? He has a wristband, if I remember correctly yeah. right yeah
6: yeah. I bet you when he flipped up the lid on his lift, on his wristband. It said throw the child.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's seen it. The
3: greatest commercial of all time.
6: <laughs> i That's what it's got to be. It's just one of those things. Like sometimes you're just forced. Like he had no choice. He flipped up his wristband and it said, throw the child.
3: I tell you right now incorporated in my day-to-day life will be throw the child. And the next time, no matter who it is, when someone says something that I don't disagree with, I'm going to turn to them and say, You shut your face, Barrymore. And they will have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about and it won't matter. I saw that commercial last, it, it, on the air, we were on commercial break. And I said to myself, I was, I told Rob, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Patrick Stewart deserves oh. an Emmy for that. And they also, if when he only turned, Only <laughs> one of us was made of pig skin. <laughs> when he turns to Tua and he says, Hmm. Not built for the moment, I see. <laughs> <For> the moment. <laughs>
6: <laughs> just, that's again. You know I, what? It had, it had a feel of uh, uh, Celebrity Jeopardy with the Saturday Night Live. Yes. And Alex Trebek. Yeah, yes. Tebeck. You know, it had like that Patrick Stewart yes. just had the Sean Connery <laughs> yeah. not built for the moment. <laughs> are you at
3: I... As much as I want to be in the, I want to be in the game plan, the the meeting when they when Munkin was laying that out. I want to be in the pitch room when someone at Paramount was like, "Hey guys, I got an idea for a commercial, and this is what I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need Sir Patrick Stewart. I'm gonna need Creed. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm gonna need two and talk about. Of course, what? Creed is here. <laughs> and Drew Barrymore. And now Creed is here. And someone wrote in the script, <laughs> "Shut your face, Barrymore." <laughs> it's. it's that's brilliant.
2: So for those that don't know what the hell we're talking about, there is a Paramount Plus <laughs> TV ad that is
3: yeah. gone viral. I can't, I can't. You can Google it. Rob at one point comes back uh, in the next break and is like, are you watching it again? And I said, yes. Yes, it's the best, it's the best thing on TV right it's now. It's great.
2: <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We're with our friend Joey Harrington here, courtesy of Mods PDX. Um, <clears throat> we're going to take, I'm going to give you a little tease here. We're going to take Brady and Mahomes out. But you get to pick one quarterback for one game, one playoff game. And we're going to do that next. Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> Joey Harrington. He's got it, clearly. Uh, we're going to do that next with Joey Harrington here on The Fan.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward.
0: You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela,
3: the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
6: Story time with Joey on 1080, the fan.
2: All right, we're back with Joey Harrington. No Tom Brady, no Patrick Mahomes. That will be a separate question. That will be the second part of the question. You got one game, eh, playoff game. Who you taking at quarterback?
3: Well, Joe and Hannah. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, we'll take yeah, him out. That's that. that's pretty good. <laughs> Get yeah, rid of him. That 4 for 4 thing in the Super Bowl that works pretty I good. I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny how we okay. just we for Troy my Aikman. whole for my whole life, we Ooh. no one could touch Joe Cool. Yeah, now and, he's And now he's new. like he's like warmed over trash. Wait, did you just say Troy Aikman? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting.
6: Okay. He's next on your list? Well, I mean, if we're talking about like what four? for, You know, Montana's four for four. Aikman's three for three.
5: Yeah,
6: yeah. I don't remember them losing in the Super Bowl. Well, Brady <laughs>
2: lost in the Super Bowl. You know,
6: a couple times. Yeah, I I understand that. Well, but like, <laughs> well, had had Aikman had Aikman not, well, as I said, not sustained a concussion. He, I feel like his his career was shut, cut a little bit short, but maybe not. Um, yeah, I mean, I, look, you can go through. Well is it Bradshaw the first 5 years of his career or the last 5 years of his career like yeah. those two very different I mean it, Marino yeah. I mean incredible in the re, in the regular season but you know never happened in the playoffs you know um Lway Lway, won 2 but away, he didn't you know, win until it, Terrell Davis his last two yeah. but exactly couldn't do it for 12 years then all of a sudden you had a running back and you know now he's the best I mean I it, it's got to be Montana um, let's see, going through who else, Steve Young, and you know, um, Trent Dilfer. No, Peyton, I didn't Manny. even get a laugh, like, not even a, not no, even I a chuckle. chuckle. Um, you know, Drew Brees. I Russell still gotta Wilson? go with Joe Munt. I still, no, oh god, no, <laughs> um, we've had that conversation, <laughs> yes, um. Yeah. I mean, all right, Montana, who Again, Well, no, 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 So hold on. I guess let me address the Peyton and drew again, those fall into, and maybe this is just the way that I'm thinking of it, of people who will put up stats. Like how many years did, you know, Peyton put up stats and, stats and stats and stats and stats, and then all of a sudden get to the AFC championship game and throw a couple of picks and, you know, and and lose, you know, like that, that that's breeze, you know, really didn't say he had one kind of culmination of lots of great statistical year. Like the, the year that I was in, in New Orleans for the full season, they didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, throws for 4,000 yards and we finished eight and eight and missed the playoffs. Like, so I, I, th- I think if you're really going to like, put it on one, Game sure Brady I mean uh, Breeze could go off Peyton could go off but if you're gonna put it on one game I think the consistency and clutch of Joe Montana is where I would have to go.
2: Who is it between Brady and Mahomes?
6: Brady. Okay. Like I, I and and I know that I, we spoke in the first segment about the the inexplicable playoff black hole. That is Patrick Mahomes. That seems to suck all of the talents out from everybody else around him on the other team and then make them run the ball only six times when you're the best rushing offense in the league. However, I mean, we're talking 20 years of literally of little, like of, of, not just excellence, but of the best. And so, and then there's always the argument or the, the question, like, well, what happens if you pick up, you know, Drew Brees and put him on another team? What if you pick up Patrick Mahomes and put him other? If he doesn't have Travis Kelsey, is he really Patrick Mahomes? Well, you picked up Tom Brady and you put him on another team, and you know what happened? <laughs> he won the damn Super Bowl. Like that. That's the things. Like there is there is no there is no debate. There is no <laughs> until Mahomes does this for the next decade. I mean, literally decade. The guy's been to 10 super bowls. Mm -hmm. And in the years that he wasn't in the super bowl, he lost in the conference championship (laughs) game. What was it like 18 straight? It was, it, it was some ungodly number that Tom Brady was in the conference championship game. And it was nearly two straight decades. Like, like, I'm sorry. Like, he is untouchable for the next decade until Patrick Mahomes does this for another 10 years. This is, this is not a conversation.
3: Yeah, we got a little weird thing going on, I think, like, with, like, Nadal and Federer. Like, and now even, like, you know, the the Joker coming behind, it's like, you know, we get one guy that established himself at the greatest of all time. And then right behind him during the same era, it's like, Oh my God, look at this guy. Like he may even be better than that. It's, you know, it's, it's just weird that like very rarely, I think, do you hand the baton like this? Like Joe was untouched forever. And then Tom came along and begrudgingly people were like, well, it's, it's Tom. And then before Tom's even done, you got this other dude coming in here and, and wrecking the league and, you know and, and now we're we're you know having that conversation i'm with you you got to do it for another decade but it's just funny that you've got someone you know that, that that's already nipping on his heels if he wins this one and he gets 3 you know he's in super rarefied air and that conversation begins it just goes to show you that how special these two guys have have been and it's it's cool that we actually got to see him play against each other like a Jordan LeBron thing yes y- yes but not yes and yes <laughs> yes but. andy Yes. He has played very well for the, how many years is this for him? Six? I think six, well, I think he's yeah. seven, but so I, he, the first year he didn't, he didn't play much. I think he's been a starter for six years if I'm not mistaken.
6: Right. He has played unbelievable for six years. That is not even a third of Tom Brady's career. Yeah. One third. So And not only, yeah, is is this guy wrecking shop? Well, yeah, he was wrecking shop, except for the year when Tom Brady actually (laughs) won the championship while he was, while this other guy was a starting quarterback in the league. Like, so he didn't wreck shop that year, right? So you want to go head to head and say, and you know, the the times where they did go to head to head. Well, look, looks like we picked Tom off of his, took him off of the the team that he won six with which if, if Mahomes wins, then he will have half (laughs) of what Tom had prior to going and getting another one like rarefied air. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Bradshaw, Montana, uh, Aikman. I mean, absolute lock hall of fame conversation as one of the greatest quarterbacks the game has ever seen, not even holding a candle to what Brady accomplished for duration or straight number of uh, number of times. Like I'm I'm sorry. Like it,
3: it's just not a conversation. When you put it that way, it, it's it's a pretty definitive <laughs> statement on that. Well one of those two guys lost to Joey Harrington. Yes.
6: Yes.
2: Just want to point that out. Great land. Yeah, than. yeah. And I had a
6: big I think you I took had one seventy 170, one seventy eight that game.
2: If only you played in the Super Bowl against <laughs>
6: You could be yeah, an Eli. I yeah. I know. Ironically, I think, I think I threw for like three something and the other time we played them that year and we lost. Um, and then the game where I threw, I was like, you know, went straight Trent Dilfer on him and, you know, threw for a buck 78 and a touchdown. Uh, we beat him. You know, it helps when you have Jason Taylor uh, defensive uh, player of the year on the other side of yeah. the ball. I think he scored a touchdown or two that game. He's pretty good. But you know, de- 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 Hey, look, look, Rob, don't let the truth don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. I love that. That's what I, would I say. live by. That.
2: All right. Thank you. We will talk to you uh, next week, pre Super Bowl.
6: Yes. <laughs> and then it's almost story time. I got to start collecting some fun stories again. That's right. So we don't have to recycle through. We need them the new ones. Season.
2: We need new ones. We need some new ones. All right. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank yeah, you. People. Good. All right, that's Jerry Harrington, courtesy of Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Quentin Tarantino, his final film is coming. So sad. We'll get to that next to kick off the club on The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.